Welcome to Intrepid HR Radio, the voice of today's human resources professional, broadcasting live from Las Vegas and the 18th Annual HR Technology Conference and Exposition. Our Vegas coverage is made possible by Dovetail Software. Dovetail's Employment Engagement Suite is a SaaS-based human resource help desk and case management solution to manage and track real-time employee interactions with HR. And now, here are your hosts, Todd Schnick and Rayan Thorne. All right, welcome back to Intrepid HR, broadcasting from HR Tech in Las Vegas. I'm your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Rayanne Thorne, uh, knee-deep into our afternoon session, day we two. We are, we it's are. picking up in here. It's getting kind of it's, crazy. It's getting a little crazy. We must have some unopposed hours in the expo hall, meaning everybody is here, not in a session. I don't think it's that. I think it's the entourage <laughs> of our next guest. It would be it, my that is, speculation. That is so, definitely it. Because there's an awful lot of crowd around. <laughs> here. I think it's for us to hear him out. So before we get to our next guest, a quick shout out to our sponsor, Dovetail Software. Dovetail Software by HR for HR. We are all about employee engagement and it comes down to communicating with those employees to make sure that you are hearing and listening their, to their needs and then, you know, addressing those needs and giving back to them. So well, we're that's what we're all to, about. We're grateful to them for making Intrepid HR possible. All right, let's get to our, our all-star guest. Say hello to Mark Stelzner, founder, managing principal with IAHR. Mark, welcome to the show. Hi, good afternoon, guys. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. No, it's our pleasure. Thanks for making time. I know you're a busy fellow, so appreciate you stopping by. Mark, before we get into our conversation, take a quick second. Tell us a bit about you and your background, and then give us a 10,000-foot view of IA. What do you do? How do you serve your market? Sure. A couple decades in the human capital space. Started my firm about 10 years ago. Obstensively, we do three things, typically for large U.S.-based multinationals. We're brought in by the C-suite to create business cases for change. So when and CHROs are struggling to memorialize the functional, the operational, the technical, the financial, the legal and regulatory impacts of a change initiative. We document, we secure approval, we gather the CapEx, OpEx, and we get them on their way. A natural output of that is they then need to rationalize their vendor ecosystem. So we'll look at the cadre of available choices from the market. We'll help them select based on best fit. We're trying to kill the RFP process, ironically, oh. given the work that we do. Yes. Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen, yeah. amen, amen, amen. Uh, note to editor, with, insert some crowd applause in, yeah. that, in that part there. We believe that sustainable relationships are born out of deep and meaningful conversations. The RFP is antithetical to that. So we're trying to do facilitated selections, get more face time, and get people really to qualify in and out on both you know, qualitative and, quali- and uh, quantitative criteria. And then the last thing is post-selection, change. So now you found the perfect vendor. You had approval from the C-suite. You're ready to move forward. Now you need to bring that all to life. We're not a system integrator. We're fiercely independent. We derive all of our revenue from our employer clientele, but we help as an extension of the project management office to make sure that all those promises come to life. But that's our business. And our clients are Starwood Hotels and Resorts, Abbott Labs, Deutsche Post DHL, LinkedIn, Williams-Sonoma, Sephora, big complex fun companies. So we're, we're pleased to be here. Wow. I I am so excited that you're standing here right now and I get to talk to you without passing you in a hallway quickly or a quick hug. 
Tell us, what brings you to HR Tech this year? What are your expectations for this conference? Yeah, a couple things. I mean, one, this is the conference to be at. I'm always curious to walk the halls. I want to talk to customers. I want to listen. I want to stand in the coffee line and hear what people are talking about. I want to attend as many sessions as possible. I want to get as many briefings as possible, talk to fellow media, and see friends and colleagues. Uh, and also, I presented a little bit earlier today on how do you build this entire HR technology roadmap, which was a great session. So, oh, I love that. A lot of reasons to be here, but, uh, you know, all of them are worthwhile. Well, I want you to go a little deeper on that presentation. Tell us more about it. Yeah, so basically what we covered is um, you're now chartered with the unenviable task of building a vision for your HR technology stack globally. How do you get started? What was the catalyst for that in the first place? Was it the fact that your incumbent vendor called you up and said, listen, you know that enterprise software you have? Um, it's off on a server farm somewhere. It's fine. It's living a good life, but we've had to sunset it, right? Yeah. And at the end of the day, you've got an end-of-life moment for your enterprise software. There's a lot of different reasons. M&A activity, new leadership, yep. you're mm -hmm. promoted. But the bottom line is people really needed a roadmap. How do they demystify their current ecosystem? How do they process map everything that they do? How do they optimize the technology they have today? And then how do they go to the market with a true north? What they're trying to achieve, including the memorialization of all of their fears, and what success looks and feels like if you ever achieve it. So that was the nexus of our conversation. Yeah. What, what drives you as an advisor in this space, talking to clients? What is the most important thing to you? It's, it's stupid given the market we're in, but this is about people. I spend half my time talking to people about their careers, their families, their lives, what they can achieve personally and professionally in the organization, all within the context of the consulting work that we do. So I think the thing we forget is we are in the business of people. We are working with people. We are supporting people. There's oftentimes, I think, a tendency to create an artificial barrier between the employer side and the provider side. At the end of the day, we're all trying to achieve the same thing. What we have to do is just come to a common language and agreement right. on how we can help one another or not. Um, so. What gets me up every day is the chance to work with amazing organizations and to work with amazing change agents within those organizations. It's great work. You, you do an awful lot of travel for your work. And, yes. and you're kind of known in social media to pull a Stelzner every now and then. Yes. And, and Mark, <laughs> what that means is that Mark becomes the subject often of horrible travel stories. Do you have any ones, recent ones you could share with us? So is it, was your travel to yeah. Las Vegas uneventful? HR or? Tech was uneventful. I was in India a couple months ago, um, keening another event. Um, the DEA was waiting on my connection to pull the person sitting next to me. So that was kind of interesting. Wow. <laughs> Handcuffed. I don't think I posted that one, you actually. Handcuffed. Grabbed his bags, dragged him off the wow. plane unceremoniously. So I couldn't get my phone up fast enough. And then on a personal note, I was traveling, and a woman decided right before landing to just stand up and kind of hold her baby in the air. I remember as, this one. Yeah. yeah. So I had to get a picture of her because public shaming is uh, yeah. sometimes <laughs> necessary. So, as the plane yeah. was landing, as she's the plane was bouncing landing. her as baby. As the plane was landing, boy, people never cease to admit. Yeah, babies babies want to fly, literally. Oh, sure. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I wish mom had done that to me. So yeah. <laughs> I want to go back to a comment you made because frankly, it saddened me that you have to make it, that, that you, we still have to say in people. this industry, this is yeah. about people. About yeah. people. I mean, it's human resources. It's tough talent. Why do we still have to, I mean, I'm, I, look, I, I deeply respect 
the technologists and these coders are developing these amazing tools. And the technology and the, and the, 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 the pavilion over there, is, we're hearing amazing things about. So there's a certain type of personality that can build this kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, we are about people. Why do we still have to have that, that discussion? I think the tendency in the industry right now is to drive towards self-service, right? Is to build technologies that enable self-control, self-governance. Um, and at the end of the day, we're forgetting the second S in SaaS, which is service. You know, even Apple has a genius bar. Right. So the best technology in the world still needs to be surrounded with the people's support to allow your clients to survive and thrive. And that comes down to relationships, that comes down to trust, that comes down to who's governing that relationship post-implementation, post-go-live. And with the ferocity of change, I mean, the reality is good cloud vendors are releasing new functionality on a pace and cadence that is unprecedented in our environment. But is your client ready? Do they have the change agents ready on the other side? Do they understand what's coming? Do they understand at its highest level that the implementation is never over? And that changes the nature of the relationship, that changes the requirements for good governance, and that requires personal connection and personal touch. And I think we don't believe that's profitable, right? Mm -hmm. We being those that value and perceive vendors, um, you're disproportionately rewarded as a public entity right. to be cloud without service. And so the real question is, have we mixed up our values uh, to the detriment, frankly, of the activation and sustainability of our clients? So that's why I think it's such a passionate topic for me. Yeah, well. you're, you're on the ground and in the trenches when you're not in the air watching babies bounce, uh, talking to people. Are, are the trends that we're seeing actually meeting the needs of the clients that you're talking to? One of the things I was just talking to someone in the hall on the way in is, I don't know if clients are using even the technology they have today. And so I think the themes are interesting, but unless you can drive direct connectivity between the themes and notions of what software like Dovetail and others can provide directly to a business outcome, it's all conjecture, it's all buzzwords, it's all hype. And I think what we need to do is almost demystify the connective tissue between these themes and what it means. And that's why I think client advocacy is so important, honestly. You have clients that have done the things that you want them to do, that right. will advocate for the ultimate destination right. for your solution. Whoever you are as an HR service provider, let them tell your story because that's the pragmatic instantiation of what value can be extracted versus the theory of what should be achieved. We see this in ROI all the time. All the time. So when we're doing ROI analysis, it's like, it's productivity gain. Did you know you could save 0.12 of an hour for every single one of your employees? What's your average employee cost? Multiply that out wrong. That is the softest of soft costs that we'll ever see. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is if you had five more minutes in your day, you're probably spending it on other activities. It's not like you're sitting back saying, I don't want to be paid for those five minutes. Please return at the payroll so we can drive <laughs> ROI for my cloud vendor, right? So at the end of the day, I think some of the themes are resonating. I think the market is largely cynical. I think we're seeing certainly innovation and acceptance in certain facets of the market. I think recruiting is always hot. I think recruiting's on the edge. And I think organizations, by virtue of having to differentiate their talent, are always willing to experiment and try something new. So that's that's a market I see actually fairly well tied and connected to what's emerging in this space. I think other subcomponents are lagging, unfortunately. All right. Mark, Rayan, and I will return after this short break. We'll be right back. Intrepid HR Radio is brought to you by Dovetail Software. 
making real-time employee engagement a reality for today's busy HR department. Learn more at dovetailsoftware.com. That's dovetailsoftware.com. And now back to our live coverage from HR Tech, the conference for today's talent management professional. Here's Todd and Rayanne. All right, and we're back with Mark Stelzner, founder, managing principal with IAHR. Mark, what responsibility does technology have when it comes to employee engagement? It's a really good question. Um, technology needs to come to the employee where they are. So I think to the extent that technologists in building technology are thinking about the use cases of the actual populations of the organizations to which they serve, that's the best that you can do. Um, we have an organization that on third shift every night, they clean slaughterhouses. They have 16,000 employees that clean slaughterhouses. They'll drop into Cargill and Tyson Foods, 300 people at a time, and they'll clean it to USDA standards. Wow. I'm not taking a tour, just up there. <laughs> right. love, right. me, love me some meat. But at the end of the day, they built a great technology, but they didn't realize that there's literally no connectivity in these remote locations. Oh, yeah. And so they had to, they talked to their clients, say, Tyson, can you give me connection? Can you give me a strong pipe? No, you're just my cleaning service. I effectively oh. outsource cleaning to you. So great technology without the enabling devices on the front end will never drive adoption. That's right. And so I think it's understanding what you're providing to your clients, where they need it, when they need it, point in time. And obviously mobile is huge and you can't right. really be in this market without having some form of a mobile enabling strategy. But I will also say the downside of mobile is if you're in a highly non-exempt category, such as retail, the concern is if I ask you to use this mobile technology on your own time, do I have to pay you? So if you're using employee self-service as an hourly worker in a retail environment, are you on the clock? And the increase in wage and hour lawsuits is causing people to question whether they even want to allow self-service, ironically, wow. when self-service is what you're supposed to enable at any point in time through any medium. So these are some of the puts and takes that are weighing. Yeah. That's, that's I don't think there's crazy. any question that mobility is a critical direction where this industry is going, but I, I'm concerned about the humanity coming out of it, right? If, if we're all separated because we, we have access to a hub through a mobile device, do we lose touch with the human? <laughs> and does that, does that exacerbate the problem we talked about earlier? Well, you see that every day. That's not unique to this industry. That's, right, that's exactly. a human problem. When I walk down the streets in downtown San Francisco and I regularly bump into a dozen people a morning because they are looking down. Right. I am in a world that I've fabricated and controlled on my phone. Oh, I think some accusations are being pointed here. You can't see it, but there was some finger pointing going on here and there. He um, knows, he yeah. knows. So it's a problem. I mean, even Rock One here, this is a great opportunity to engage, to meet with colleagues, et cetera. The tendency is to close off, to live in your phone, and your phone is your hub. When in fact, we're in one of the greatest hubs in our industry. Absolutely. We rarely take advantage of it, so for what it's worth. Yeah. Is, is happiness of the employee the same thing as employee engagement? Absolutely not. Because an engaged employee is engaging to the end that the employer is trying to achieve. Engagement is often viewed through the eyes of the employer, I think. So I expect you to That's perform in a certain way. So those aren't necessarily linked concepts, right? You may be engaged in the job that I've hired you to do to the outcome that I expect you to perform for the pay and rewards that I've offered to you. But whether or not that makes you happy may have no bearing on your ability to be engaged. Should they be connected? One would hope, but not everybody has the luxury, has the flexibility, has the elasticity, has the, the geographic wherewithal to find happiness through their job. Um, people need to work and make a living, and sometimes that's enough. 
What's next, both for you and IA? Yeah, for us, we're building a technology, actually. So we're building a technology to uh, connect buyers and sellers in the market. So we're building an actual marketplace. And we're wow. going to start with benefits, and it'll be generally available in January, um, particularly for the small and mid-market. Um, we're going to continue to talk and yeah. talk about how to change the market. We're a small firm, but we've got a mighty platform. And um, I used to do a lot of keynotes, a lot of speaking. We're getting back up now. I, I separated for five years, frankly, because I didn't have anything to say. And I was a little sick of uh, the self-perpetuation yeah. uh, among certain facets of our market. And so um, we're back. We've got a point of view. I think we're here to help and, uh, and more to come. But we appreciate the opportunity to talk with you guys today. Well, the pleasure well, was ours. back, for sure. Mark, uh, we're out of time. But before we let you go, how can people contact you? Should they have questions and learn more about the great work coming out of IA? At Stelzner, S-T-E-L-Z-N-E-R, on Twitter, M Stelzner at IA-HR.com. Thanks, everybody. Mark Stelzner the founder and managing principal with IAHR. Great to have you. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Enjoyed it. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for now. On behalf of my co-host, Ray Ann Thorne, our sponsor, Dovetail Software, and all who make this show possible, I'm Todd Schnick. Intrepid HR's coverage from HR Tech. We'll be right back.